Pinball Nerds to episode 398 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about my weekend. All right. So I don't have a title for today's show. I usually think of something witty or something funny, but I'll figure out a title by the end. Don't you worry, listener. Uh, so on the last show, I had the pleasure of talking about the world premiere of P3 Multimorphic's new Twitch Connect system. So most pinball companies are worrying about just starting live connectivity so that you can like, you know, upload the newest code. And here, Multimorphic is not only leaps and bounds ahead of that in that you can link up and play people around the world. Now, people around the world who don't even own pinball machines can press a button on their computer and type something into chat, which can cause you to, you know, make the ball go straight down the middle or can alternatively help your friend get a shield and and help them do better. So that was really neat. That was a fun episode. Go back and have a listen to that. A lot of times when I do two or three episodes in a day, I know the first episode gets a little buried down there. Some people only listen to the newest one. But go back and listen to that because I talk a little bit about why I think uh, P3's newest pinovation uh, is not only going to help live streamers, but it's also going to cause people to not switch Twitch channels. Um, so a, a huge issue that non-pinball streamers have is people going in and out because at any given time, there's 20 different people live streaming Fortnite, right? But typically until probably the pandemic, there wasn't always multitudes of people. Last night, I think I could choose from nine different pinball channels at once. I'm serious. And it's just like a Monday night. So we're almost getting to that point that what the pinball streamers need to be concerned with more so than necessarily growing their audience and getting new followers. It's how do you keep that audience that's there? In fact, one of the most entertaining uh, pinball channels last night quite often had less than 10 viewers. And I was like, what? What the heck? These guys are awesome. They've been around forever. They're, it's, it's, I, w- I was floored. I thought more people would have been watching that one stream with me. But um, I digress. It was not one of the P3 Multimorphic streams. Um, today, in just under three hours, I'm going to be doing an interview with Chris Stevens, ranked number 41 in the world, uh, Pemberg A Division finalist last, well, no, I guess it was, it was last year. Yeah, it was 2019. So I'm getting confused with, because, you know, Pemberg should have already happened. And um, fingers crossed, I get to actually hang out with Chris next year in person and um, buy him a beer or grab him some type of drink. Uh, just for thanking him and thanking everybody who's came on this show. I probably don't spend enough time and energy thanking all the guests. Uh, I know we're well over 100 guests, believe it or not. Uh, I actually know I was at 100 before the start of this year, so I'm probably at like 110. So I haven't been doing that many interviews this year, but that's done because it's Twitch Timber, baby. 
Uh, so I'm going to be doing a lot of interviews, one or two. My, my promise to you is at least, uh, you know, one or two kind of per week. And I know that's not fair because we're one day past, but Chris and I had this set out, uh, 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 you know, last week anyways. And now I, I owe you guys a couple more interviews. So if you have any questions, you can message me. Please don't text my cell phone. My wife has it at work right now. My wife and I both split a cell phone. Um, it's her first day at a new work, so I want her to have that uh, just to contact me and just for safety purposes and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've tried to talk her into getting her own phone, but she just really doesn't like cell phones, which is something I absolutely love about her. I'm a little jealous because I used to be, you know, attached to the hip on my cellular phone, and now I can't even sing Shmule. If I'm going to sing, I'm going to have to sing right here on the show today. No, I won't do that. I won't do that. It's too early in the morning. I haven't had a coffee. My voice is a little rough. I'm mostly doing this podcast because I want to tell you guys all about how how much of a cool weekend I had this weekend. Um, so let's just get into that. But if you do have questions, please message me either to Albert Agar on Facebook or to the... Uh, I did put a post up asking you know, for any questions. Put it this way. If you're listening to the show and you, you're not ranked in the top 40 in the world and you'd like to someday be, or you'd like to even just improve your ranking a little, send me competitive questions about how to get better at competitive pinball. Because right now is the time to practice. There are some people who are, you know, going to come out of next year's Pimberg and, and be better. I come out to Pimberg next year and be better and be more practiced. And... Some people don't have the option, and I understand that some people, COVID is, it, there's so much of it there, it's just not safe to go play in public, and I understand that, but most places in the United States, and pretty much every province in Canada now, I think most people, again, most people's tolerance level is starting to get a little bit higher, we're, you know, we're, we're getting a bit better of a handle on this, we're learning that um, a few people spread out at a pinball arcade is probably not the most likely transmission of this disease. It's small, intimate house parties with a large number of people in a small space. And, you know, although I'm sure there are some uh, arcades that are, you know, less spread out and, you know, less safe than others, for the most part, the numbers, thank God, here in Canada have dropped enough that we can start getting out there. And the numbers are dropping at most places, most states in the U.S., so I'm going to pray to the pinball gods that, that continues to happen because we cannot afford to lose a single solitary. Uh, we, we can't lose any more pinball arcades. We've lost enough. Um, so many have dropped, you know, COVID's taken out a lot of people and that's certainly more sad than the arcades, but also, you know, the arcades going means for possibly a generation, there could be less pinball machines in the wild for the next generation to find and fall in love with because 99% of the pinball nerds listening to this podcast uh, fell in love with pinball somewhere out in the wild by seeing it. Okay. So I do want to give one quick shout out though, because I'm quite often giving out shout outs to personal friends of the show. And I feel like I list leave out some of the other listeners from around the world and people I just haven't met. Because uh, I know there's the 20 to 30 people that listen in the first like hour, like consistently. I think they're the same people. Maybe they're not, but I think they are. They're the hardcore listeners. I know most of those people. I've met many of those people. And if I haven't met them in person, I do chat with them on 
Facebook or Messenger or something like that, or, you know, Twitch, whatever. Um, but right now, 80% of you listening are doing one of these things. Okay. So these are the top eight things. This is according to Google that people do while they're like, uh, and it's not in order of how often. I think the most, basically, I'm giving a shout out to all the listeners who are driving in their cars right now. You're either commuting to work or coming home. That's probably the highest one. The next one is people doing chores, getting stuff done around the house, okay? Maybe you're vacuuming. Maybe you're cutting the lawn. Maybe you're raking the leaves because fall's coming, right? Um, or maybe you live in maybe you live in the southern hemisphere or, or down in the southern part of the U.S. And you can still go outside without a sweater and you can still suntan and enjoy that. So if, that's, if that is uh, the truth for you, and go enjoy yourself. Go have fun outside before winter. Winter is coming. Okay. Um, next, many of you are chillaxing, maybe enjoying your favorite drink, maybe having a tea or a coffee, just getting your day going, or maybe it's nighttime and it's time to relax. Uh, and then, of course, it says on here, playing games that are less distracting. So some of you are probably just messing around on your phone. Maybe you're playing video games. Some of you are probably playing Animal Crossing. Are people still playing that a lot? I don't know. Is it, was there another game after that where you could sell roots or something? I, I don't remember. I think it was Animal Crossing. Um, but many of you will actually be laying down and headed to bed. Shout out to Mike Dimas. I know he says, and he as soon as he said it, he retracted. He was like, yeah, I always fall asleep listening to your podcast. And then I was like, oh, am I that boring? He's like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, like, I just like to relax and just like, you know, you kind of just go off topic and it causes me to, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe other people getting a small little glimpse into how my brain works uh, helps them relax in some way, shape or form. And if that's you, great, awesome, cool. Now, if you're just here for information, this is probably not the episode for you because I have very little pinball information or news or updates, even though this month, September, also known as Twitch Timber, is going to be super duper duper fun. And I will remind you for Twitch Timber, if you haven't got out there and subscribed, I think it's $5.99 Canadian. That's practically like two toonies in the United States. Okay. And for the rest of you around the world, if you're using like, you know, if you can compare to USD, that's like four bucks. That's two toonies. You hoser, just go subscribe to your favorite Twitch channel just for a month. You don't have to do it forever. It's reoccurring, but just end it. I'm, I'm, I believe me, I can't afford to subscribe to, I'll probably be subscribed to 12, 13, maybe 14, even 15 uh, different channels by the end of the month. I can't afford that month in and month out. Um, the only two channels that I always stay on with in hopes that they'll become best buddies someday are flipping out pinball and dead flip, just because those are the two channels that usually no matter what's going on, I go watch them. Now, last night there was a special event, so I wasn't on dead flip, but you better believe it. I'm going to be watching dead flip this Wednesday and this Friday for the Avengers. One of the nights is the, one of the nights is the premium LE. And one of the nights is the pro. And y'all know how much I'm in love with that subway, okay? That subway is so cool. I don't I don't know if this is true. Like, I didn't just get a message from Keith Elwin, you know, like, uh, 
saying this is true. So don't go and pin side me like, Orby's losing his mind. He confirmed that Stern said that this is true. I don't know if this is true. It might not be true. But someone wrote it on Twitch last night, okay? And if it's on Twitch, it's got to be true, right? Um, someone last night on Twitch said that what, between when the balls go down, that super rad spinny thing that's like, you know, half Toten and uh, half Circus Voltaire, that mech in the middle that spins, before they actually enter the viewing area of the subway, where you see them kind of chillax and then move to the next one, then the color, the uh, RGB color lights, you know, switch, the bulbs switch to the next color. I don't know if this is true, but someone said that there is a small snack area in there for the silver balls just to relax before, you know, they've already worked hard. They got stuck on that spinny thing. They probably got hit by the flipper to get down there. I don't know if it's true, but I think there might be a little tiny snack area in there with a the bar where the balls just get to kind of maybe some recliners. The silver balls probably just lay back in the recliners and they get a nice little polish, you know? So like, so every time the balls get back to the trough before you go to plunge, they're looking shiny as, you know, shiny AF. Oh my gosh. We don't swear on this pinball podcast, but um, I just kidding. I'm sorry. Okay. I was the one who said there was a little snack area on Twitch, but I, I just, I like to wonder what the balls do in that short period of time. Um, is it bare naked ladies? I think it is the bare naked ladies. When um, shout out to Ed Robertson, uh, Ed, I already know you listen to the show. You've been on other pinball podcasts. Just for Christmas, Ed, for episode five hundred. Can I have Ed on for episode five hundred? That would be so cool. I think I'll hit episode five hundred in around Christmas. Ah, does that mean I have to try to figure out how to like talk to this guy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have him on Facebook, even though I am part of the Bare Naked Ladies fan group on Facebook, which is pretty cool. But they had this song called The Old Apartment. And I believe in part of it, they sing something about, uh, we, we don't know what the apartment does when we're not home. Wait, is that a different Canadian band? I'm very confused right now. But the point is, Oh my God, that's a tragical hip song. We're not concerned with what the apartment does when we're not there. Well, I just t confused two Canadian iconic bands. So apologies to Gore Downey. May you rest in peace. Tragically hip. Uh, and uh, of course, Bare Naked Ladies. But I like to think that they're in there listening to some Bare Naked Ladies. They're having a drink. They're getting all polished up. And then they eventually go into the staging area that we see them in. I like to think all that happens, you know, in, in, I don't know if it's true. Probably doesn't. Message Stern and ask them. Maybe don't. Um, all right. I'm sorry. I was being a little funny. Okay. We're, I was trying to be funny. I probably wasn't. But, you know, I'm a dad. I'm allowed one dad joke per day that goes soft. Please, please, please forgive me for it. Here we go. We're halfway through the episode, and I haven't even mentioned what I did on my Saturday. Not that you guys even care at this point. To anyone left listening, pat yourself on the head. Give yourself a thank you. Um, rev up your engine if you're commuting. Um, do an extra spin on your lawnmower if you're doing that. Oh, and myself, no, I didn't even mention the number one time that I listen to pinball podcasts, probably outside of cutting the lawn, like in the wintertime. It's while I'm having a bath. I like to have a bath two or three times a week. I don't bathe because I like to put all the bubbles in. You know, I do that once in a while. A little, little bit of lavender essential oil, maybe with some all-natural bubble bath or something, right? But no. The reason I have a bath is because I don't have a great back. 
for those of you who don't know, I have a, a very common form of spina bifida called spina bifida occurrence. And it's extremely common. Like I think one in like seven men have it or something and, and they don't even know about it. What happens is just my back gets very stiff after I wake up in the mornings. And especially if I'm sitting on the lawnmower for a long period of time or, you know, going out and bike riding, like I did a 75 K ride with uh, little Orby junior the other day and uh, Owen kicked my butt, by the way, he did 82. He really wanted those headphones bad. Um, but if I'm really sore, I just go for a really hot bath, even in the summertime and just stretch it out for, you know, even an hour, hour and a half. Um, and I listen to pinball podcasts straight through. And usually I do like to save one of my two favorite pinball podcasts, either the pinball show, which I got about 20 minutes left in that, this, let's see here. I got the tab open. I got 1554 left in there. Um, so very excited to get to listen to the end of that. And then of course the poor man's pinball podcast, even though they're my second favorite pinball podcast, I don't really listen that much to them anymore. This is horrible to say, but the reason I don't, I I actually do go listen to some of the episode, but if I remember too much of it and I was there for the whole thing, because every single Monday night they record live on Facebook. So like I've already heard the podcast. I just haven't heard the editing and they don't edit that much. So, um, they do a little bit, right? But anyways, absolutely love those two po- pinball podcasts. But if I can just lay down in the tub, maybe have a little vape, maybe have a little crafty beer if it's nighttime or a weekend, and just listen to my favorite pinball podcast, that's what I do. But I know that's not in the top eight. So shout out to each and every one of you doing that, doing whatever you do while you listen to a podcast. Thank you for taking the time and energy to listen to me. Let's get into my Saturday. So my all-time favorite East Coast band right now is the Neon Dreams, because I think I like Great Big C slightly more. Got to go see them live a couple times. They're not around anymore. I've seen Ashley McIsaac live. Love him as well. Um, there's a couple new people like Rachel Beck I really like. But Neon Dreams have been number one on the East Coast uh, countdown forever. And for many of you back there uh, in in London, Ontario, you will know how much I love music and how I said when I came out here, I wanted to do an East Coast Countdown podcast. Well, it already exists, so I'm not going to do it, but I still might do something in the music podcasting realm, especially with what happened to me on Saturday. So let's get into that. I left the house here around 10.30 a.m., walked our goats, because I am the goat master, of course, Luke and Leia. Then you know, put them in their pen and gave them lots of food and made sure they were good to go. Made sure all the chickens were in the pen. Don't want the chickens out, you know, running on the road, causing an accident while we're not here. Actually, the chickens have never gone out to the road. They've got real close, but they, I don't know, they don't like it out there. So, but usually during the day, if like right now, the chickens can just go freaking walk around wherever they want. We don't do that when we're leaving for a few hours with the whole fam. So got the whole fam of the car, got out of here, Hayden actually was working at uh, his friend Carson and Cord's house. Shout out, boys. I know at least Carson listens from time to time, and I think Cord as well. Um, but we were taking care of Dolly and Daisy, which are their goats. Yes, there's another family in our small town who has two cute, lovable goats. And they were uh, happy Labor Day to everyone as well. It was Labor Day weekend this weekend. I think you celebrate that in the United States as well, but definitely in Canada, Europe, Australia has it. So, 
Anyways, they were gone out of town for three days, so we were watching their goats. More specifically, uh, Hurry Up Hayden was, my oldest son. So we stopped by there, walked their goats, fed them, gave them water, got the hell out of here, drove for an hour and a half, drove between the beautiful little mountain range, a little baby, little baby, cute little baby mountain range there uh, to get down to Turo, had to pay the, the toll and everything. Um, the funny part is we can leave the province and not pay a toll and go to New Brunswick, but to go anywhere else in Nova Scotia, we have to pay the toll because we are in the northernmost spot of the island of Nova Scotia, the landlocked island of Nova Scotia. I live on an island, guys. How cool is that? I used to live in like London, Ontario, which I love all my London, my LDOT friends. I love you guys. But like you had to drive for half an hour just to see like Lake Erie. And now I can drive for like six minutes and I'm at the UNESCO World Heritage Site in Joggins checking out like fossils. Now, I don't have high-speed internet, and I don't have many friends out here yet, but that is something you can't get over. Just like, okay, you're having kind of a rough day, you're kind of lonely, missing your friends, not able to play pinball a lot or something, and you just hop in the car, and you're six minutes away from, you know, the beautiful ocean. So, But let's go back to Turo. So get into Turo, go into my favorite comic book shop. Everyone, we legally have to wear masks here. And the shop there is really good about only letting a few people in. They're super awesome. I totally forget the name, but I should give them a shout out. Um, I did actually buy a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Nintendo game the last time I was there. Uh, but I put in an order to grab a Rick and Morty Munchkin game, which is really cool. Like, It's probably the least nerdiest of all the role-playing games. Like, It's not as hardcore as Dungeons & Dragons or anything like that. You're basically given a role, so you're not making up your own role. But anyways... I wanted to get the Rick and Morty uh, Munchkin game and they didn't have it. They said they would order it for me. They didn't have it again. Maybe someone bought it out. They don't reserve it for you unless you pay for it up front. I just said, no, no, I'll grab it. You know, I'm going to get it at some point. If not, you know, we got, we got Christmas coming up in a few months. I can get it then. I'm not in a big hurry for it. Uh, I'm a pretty patient dude most of the time, but had a nice little afternoon. And of course the kids wanted to go to, uh, I don't know. They wanted to go to some fast food to go to go get some burgers and and whatever. Oh no no, we were going. Oh, they went to Dairy Queen. They wanted to go get a freaking a Blizzard, and then we were going to try out a new pizza place there, and it was awesome, by the way. But of course, you know, as a dad, when you know the kids are heading off to do something, I'm not really that excited for. I get to go sit on the patio at the Turo brewing company and have some craft beer so i ordered a flight by myself and kind of sat there while the other people were at the tables the nice thing is all the tables were like they said no six feet's not enough for us and they were like 12 feet apart so i absolutely love that but i'm sitting at this table by myself and i you know they're gone to go get ice cream or whatever and i finished this flight and then i think the bartender was kind of feeling bad for me so she came over and starts chatting with me and uh She's wearing her mask and everything just because she's not going to take it off and on every time she's going in and out like every 30 seconds. But, uh, and she was staying far back and everything like that. So this is, you know, this is my, this is my, like, I want, I'm not willing to go in a brewery and sit there and necessarily like breathe the same air as everybody, but I'm more willing to go sit on a patio. Um, so now there, when there's hardly anyone there, it's, I'm not too worried about it, to be honest. Like I said, we don't have many cases here now, but I finished that pint and I start talking to her and I find out that she went to school at the University of Western Ontario and she tells me one of her favorite bars, if not her favorite bar in London, was called The Office, the most prolific Canadian pinball bar on the planet. 
outside of uh, probably Montreal and Ottawa. <laughs> probably one of the for me my home base my pinball bar so the chances of being in a small to medium-sized town in nova scotia and running into someone who knows where abouts london ontario is okay yeah 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 somewhere near toronto yada 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 but we're actually halfway between toronto and detroit which i always tell people but um and when i say where i don't live there of course anymore Great conversation with her. She was awesome. Had an extra pint. And then I go to play a little bit of pinball or try to play pinball. The only place I know, Dooley's. And remember, it's like two in the afternoon. I know this is a pool hall with probably no one at it, even though it's a Saturday. And I go in there. And boy, was I wrong. There was no one. There was two bartenders, 20 pool tables, and literally no one. Now, I did see someone come in while I was playing pinball. It was kind of cool. Got to go behind the plexiglass. You order your thing. You have to be wearing the mask to get into the bar. You have to wear your mask. But they have these designated taped areas. So sure as shats, they have a designated area just for their one lone pinball machine. And it's turned on. I thought I might have to ask them to turn it on or plug it in. But it was turned on. It was plugged in. It was a little dusty. Hadn't been played in a while. Not going to lie. Um, the replay value, for and it was a big buck hunter. But Big Buck Hunters got a whole lot different for me since the last time I played it because this Big Buck Hunter, uh, this Big Buck Hunter was played and beat by none other than Carl D'Angelo from IE Pinball uh, since the last time. So I learned so much more about how to play it and how to get in the modes and everything else. The game was in great working order, perhaps maybe because no one ever plays it very often. It on if you had told me there was less than a hundred plays on this thing since it came out in like 2002 or whenever it came out, I would probably believe you. The buck smooth, smooth as butter, just moving back across there, strutting his stuff. Hey, now everyone makes fun of Mick on Mick on the stick from Rolling Stones. That Mick on the stick is just too low the whole time. But what I like about the buck is sometimes he's up to the right at the start of the track, and it's actually kind of hard to tuck in there and grab him, but he's not interfering with any of your shots. Then sometimes he's interfering with your main lock shot in the center quite often. Then sometimes he's interfering with your ramp shot when you need it the most. Quite often at the bottom, you can't hit any of the uh, um, the orbit or the targets there on the left. I don't know, remember if they're drop targets or not. Anyways, no one had played this in forever. The high score was set at $4 million. My first game, I got $7 million. Uh, so then I get a free game. Oh, so I put in a toonie, and up here, a lot of the machines, if you put in a toonie, it's, it's like a dollar per play, or if you put in a toonie, you get three plays. So I end up getting three plays on this bad boy. My first game, I win a free game. My next game, I win a free game. My next game, I win a free game. So I've played three games, and I've won three games. Now, I think it's getting higher progressively, but not by like much, by like half a million or something. And my last game when I won, uh, the third one when I won, I only got 6.8 million. And I think actually that's what it was up to by then. Like I only beat it by like 100,000, but I got a third free game. So my awesome wife and the kids who are sitting out in the car now, they're not sitting in the car doing nothing. Uh, they have the windows open. It's a beautiful warm day. And we happen to be a block away from where Neon Dreams were playing and they were eating this yummy new pizza. Well, I said, I'm really sorry. I finished my first beer, but I still have three first credits in there. And guys, I'm half Dutch. I might be half Texan, but I'm also half Dutch. Okay. So if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but 
you know, I love my loonies. I can't waste three free credits. And knowing that machine, it's just going to get turned off. No one's going to play them. No one there is playing pinball in Turo for gosh darn it. All you Fundio flippers friends and Halifax pinball nerds, if you're going through Turo, stop at Dooley's if you feel safe. And it's not a super busy like Friday, Saturday night, Monday to Friday, especially in the afternoon. Be shocked to find more than one person in there. Like I said, one person came in and I thought they were a, a person just going there to drink or something, but it was, I think it was a staff member. And then a gentleman later did come in who was drinking, but you know, everyone, there was spray right at the door and whatever. So I go say to my wife, Hey, I can hear the sound check happening a block away from the place where neon dreams is playing. You should go check it out. And she says, okay, that's a great idea. Why don't I go take the kids and do that? Then when she comes back to get me in about half an hour, I go back into the bar to go get tickets for neon dreams, but they are 100% sold out of tickets. So I'm really upset about it, but that's okay. They weren't sold out that morning. I really had planned to go. I was very happy to see that the entire concert was on the patio with the tables like 15 feet apart, very windy day. And as I go upside, I'm very upset. I still have on my mask and I run into Adrian and Iza from Neon Frickin' Dreams. But I can't tell you about that experience or what happened during the rest of my night, including running into Zach Many. Until tonight, because the, believe it or not, I ended up getting to chat with the Neon Dreams guys for a good chunk of time. And then I ended up having a couple more beers. And then there ended up being two great horned owls having a predatory fight at my house. So I went outside and I recorded a podcast, probably the most inebriated I've ever recorded. But that recording is on my cell phone, which my wife has. So I will have to do part two of this podcast tonight. I'm sorry, guys. Anyways, I had an awesome Saturday. Thanks to Carl D'Angelo teaching me how to play uh, Big Buck Hunter. And I'm very excited for the interview with Chris Stevens in a minute. Until next time, Pimble Nerds, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe Neon Dreams. This is their song from this year, back in January. Turn back now. Stuck in the middle between where you were and the place that you wanted to be. You've been staring at the ceiling cause you can't sleep. But I swear 